Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, I'm Russell Cade and welcome to Man Baggage. This is the show where I slap my bag on the desk and empty the sack of insecurity all into the ears of the listeners, and sometimes over the faces as well if you're watching the video clips. What I'm saying, I'm squirting my insights into your face and ears. And we talk about the things we wish men would talk about, uh, which is why we've got this absurdly, unwelcomely high female listenership. This isn't for you, you nosy cows, sod off. This was supposed (laughs) to be for men talking about their shit, but guess who listens in at the keyhole, wanting to know why men perving on the boobies of people who aren't their girlfriends? Girls! That's woo. So uh, I thought we'd be a good one today. We're going to talk about mistakes, getting things wrong, growth from mistakes, why we get things wrong. Is there a difference in attitude towards mistakes from men and women? And what a pair of guests I have today. Fellow jester Matt Richardson is in the house. Matt, how are you? I'm really good, thanks. Thanks for having me back. No, you're most welcome. You had a birth. Didn't you have a birthday recently? Wasn't it important? I did. I was 30 a week ago. Granddad. How does that feel, Granddad? (laughs) Well, I mean, look, it, it, it wasn't ideal. Like, you know, I, 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 I based one, a lot of my career early doors on being like the young comedian on the circuit. And that backfires because you can't keep that forever, can you? No, that's why you're better off being like old before your time. Yes, you know, it's like, you know comedians like Dara, who was already 70 when he was 20, just gets better <laughs> yeah. and better. Who never, who was never aged because he imagine, always looked awful. Exactly. Imagine, I always looked excellent, I'd like to say. <laughs> imagine someone like me bouncing around with boyish energy in their 60s. It's going to be absolutely pathetic and tragic. <laughs> yeah, look, you're, you're kind of the experiment. How That's you do, it. then it's going to be like, I will do a roughly the same about 10 years later. <laughs> I have to empty my colostomy at a specially scheduled extra interval. Also, <laughs> we're joined by our female auditor. Now, why do we have a female auditor if it's a podcast about men's mental health and men's attitudes for the simple reason is this i've realized that men quickly drift into matey laddish stereotypes that are complete bollocks half of the time so we need powerful female energy to keep us in place and bringing that big clit energy today it's louisa zisman <laughs> and it is a sizable Hello. one as well you were in the guinness book of records for some time for having a four inch man in the boat clip. it was actually you could slap it down on the table and break it in half it's really is something and uh, welcome louisa how are you I'm great. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So I thought, I mean, well, you're both, given that, you know, the the businesses we're in and the journeys you've had through the business, today's subject is going to be bittersweet, certainly for me. I mean, I don't think you can be a stand-up 
without learning from mistakes. Mistakes are some of the biggest learning opportunities, but they fucking hurt when you're a stand-up comedian because it <laughs> often results in silence stroke booing that hurts like a physical pain. But Matt Richardson, how good are you at using mistakes for growth? And do you think you've got better and maybe it's something that held you back in the beginning? Yeah, I think I'm not very good at using mistakes for growth. It's taken me a long time to go, okay, well, that was maybe a good thing that went badly. I used to just go home and after any kind of mistake, be it a work mistake or a life mistake, I used to just go home and beat myself up about it for three weeks and then just make another mistake and then beat myself up about that one and forget about the previous one. So I'm not very good at learning from my mistakes and being perceptive with uh, how you go through the world, really. Would you be willing to share an example? Um, I'm, I'm trying to think of like a really good one that is, I mean, you know, look, my, I've, I've, I've been out, like had relationships that were mistakes and things like that and not really learned from them properly and uh, repeated the same things over and over again. Like gone out with someone who your personality doesn't necessarily match with and then going oh, out with another classic. person like that and um, just, you know, sort of creating your own misery in that way. Um, work mistakes. Look, I, uh, I've, I've made very few. I think I've had um, an almost perfect career. Uh, mm. No, I've gigs and stuff. <laughs> when, when you fuck up at a gig, like you say, that is a, you, they're really hard to learn from, I think, because especially early doors when you're doing comedy, um, you don't know why it's gone wrong. It takes a few years before you go, oh, I did this. That was the issue. And then by then the hull is already pissing water in. Yeah, it's way too late. You really have to steer to keep the boat up. Mine, of course, would be spiking my hair the same height as my head putting a blonde streak in it and doing lots of attention seeking in tight clothes, which cost me tremendous amounts of work. It was a massive mistake. Uh, Louise, and the eyeliner. And the eyeliner was also, was also oh, a massive mistake. I don't mistake. know. I don't know. If, like, look, I think it was of its time, that look as well, yep. Russell. Yes, you it know. was of its time. Oh, you're so kind. You look ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> about, like a bloody kangaroo with eyeliner on. I wouldn't have minded looking ridiculous. It was 100% a mistake. It cost me work and I realised too late uh, and I'm now sort of in a side parting recovery. Louisa, <laughs> what about you? Are you good at learning from mistakes or are you someone that just makes a mistake, explodes it, walks off to the next battlefield? That is exactly me, the latter. <laughs> no, I, I think generally my mistakes are like saying the wrong thing. I haven't really learned from that yet. Or also just voicing the unpopular opinion is probably is that a mistake, the though? thing that I always do. But I don't think that's a mistake, which is why I always repeat that. Because I just say what I want to say, who I want to say it to. I mean, the unpopular, the unpopular opinion could be an, a, an anti-racist point uh, uh, a, a, in a, within a bunch of races. That could be the unpopular opinion, but it might be the right thing to say. Yeah, true. I feel like I'm quite perfect, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Like really, I couldn't tell you a mistake that I've made. What about going up one boob, from. one boob size too many, and then having to backtrack? No, they just grew too much, so I had to have a reduction. Is that what you're talking about? My boob reduction, but they've grown no, back anyway. It's, it is intimidating to be a face reduction, with... and they've grown back. It was a way of 15, 15 grand it cost me, and it was agony. It's like gardening having boobs. Then you've got to just prune, basically. Yeah. Just, just, do send me the link afterwards I, just, I can forward that on to Lindsay and, uh, and so I was going to say do you think you've used mistakes for growth but clearly you have as you <laughs> continue to grow after the mistake of a reduction I mean we're into we're into gender stereotypes here Louisa but do you think oh, let's not take us we're unusual characters yeah we've got an outspoken uh, media personality in yourself we've got an attention seeking comedian in me and Matt so let's not focus on us for a second but do you think generally given all the men and women you know men or women 
men or women are better at using mistakes, acknowledging them and growing? Who's got more of a brick wall of, I don't make mistakes, men or women? I think women are, are better. Men, for some reason, I don't know what it is about men, but they do seem to make more fuck-ups than women mm. in, per, in their personal life, I think. Or I don't know if it's that or if they're just stupider so it all comes out more whereas women are slightly more manipulative and crafty and can style it out a bit better or they're learning from their mistakes do, uh, do you mean do you mean mistakes in their personal relationships like oh i, I slipped and fell in a prostitute for example was yeah mistake i had that yeah <laughs> or like ooh, yeah kind of like yeah <laughs> exactly that <laughs> here i go again what is interesting here? Rooney. Is um, obviously Louisa. You do know um, a lot of Russell's personal dark mistakes as well, don't you? I've made good friends, so uh, you know this is. It feels like there's like a. It's quite a. It's quite a loaded episode. This because you're going. Yeah, men do fuck up, don't they, Russell? <laughs> <laughs> I'm still hungover no, from yesterday. I think, I think that. Um, I think that guys just are more like a bit more blatant. Like they don't care as much, you know, and they kind of it's sometimes like a bit of a proud moment for a bloke I think like messing up in personal life and then they're like oh shit I've gone and done this again but like Sharon's taken me back anyway <laughs> well I was gonna, that was gonna be my next question Matt do you think there's more pressure for women to um experience mistakes as failures do you think men are like I've, I've made a mistake but it's a growth opportunity I'm gonna learn from that and grow whereas uh, because of the way society's structured when a woman I, fucks I up, don't think so I think men are allowed to make mistakes more because we're sort of treated more like we're we're giant children so mistakes <laughs> are kind of like treated like if a man fucks up like very often in the public eye as well a man will fuck up and everyone's like oh well, what's he like whereas if a woman made exactly the same mistake she yeah. would be cancelled and I think that's that's the way that society has sort of um, nurtured men into being giant children and women are expected to be perfect and motherly and in charge all the time. And I think yeah, that's probably so right. the issue. And also, I think, um, like you said about men where they're mis- like men are looking for a story. I mean, this might just be because I'm a comedian, but when I fuck up, <laughs> at least you're like, well, I can tell people about this and it'll be funny eventually. Whereas I think women want uh, are expected to not do that and not fuck up and also not have all these stories of a failed life that's led up to that point. Like people don't see women going, oh God, I fucked up all these times as like a charming thing in society. Whereas men, they're like, oh, what a lovable rogue of an idiot that he's never paid his VAT. Indeed. I mean, of course, the only exception being Strictly Come Dancing where the rule is inverted. Yes, very, <laughs> very fair point, actually. Yeah, 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 I, yeah exactly. That um, was wrong. <laughs> have, have, you made, have you ever made mistakes that felt massive at the time? Maybe when you were younger and now you look back and go, oh my God, that was absolutely nothing. I can't believe I stressed about that. When you were at school, when you were a teenager, when you were in your early 20s. When you're in your twenties, I can now say, Matt. I recently fuck off. I recently, um, uh, I recently made one of those mistakes. Uh, that was like a teenage mistake that kept me up at night, which I'm quite willing to talk about. So there's a comedian <laughs> yeah. called uh, There's a comedian called Paul McCaffrey, um, oh, no, well. and uh, and he put a photo on Instagram, and I commented on it, thinking it was I was being funny and it was a bit of banter. I commented on it, going, "Fuck you, look old." And then it wasn't until he commented back, being like, "That was a bit out of order, wasn't it, mate?" That I realised. I'd kind of made the classic sort of social faux pas of like thinking I was one of the lads doing a bit of banter. And actually I just bullied somebody by accident. And um, it kept me up was for the four... Fo- was the photo of him? Yes, it was a photo of him on well, did stage. Did he look old? 
Well, he he is, isn't he? Like he's he's probably nearly fifty, so he just looked like him. He didn't look rough. He didn't look bad. He just looked. He looked like he looked like he always looks like. But it made. <laughs> I think that's fine. When he com- when he commented back, being like, "Oh mate, yeah, thanks for that." Hashtag be kind. I was. I so felt. Oh, like, I felt like I was. Oh like my a god, he's a woke comedian, though. Is it? Could he? That doesn't. He, maybe that he's doesn't you mix. Back. You can't be like. Yeah, I yeah, don't believe but, that he did. But I felt it like back. it was a mistake. Like leaving that comment was a mistake. Like I like Paul, we get on really well, but like we're not close enough that that joke. No. I misjudged it, oh. and um, and it, you know, I felt like a fourteen-year-old again when I read that comment. It kept me as it kept me awake for days Louise, before you- I composed an Hashtag apology. Be kind. Louise, you when someone sh- says that to you, it's just really you just think, oh fuck off with your be kind wokeness. It's like the standard response to any criticism. Hashtag be kind. Remember Caroline Flack. It's like fuck off. Like you can't just use that as a no. blanket thing to chastise people. Yeah, That's what you'll people be in a restaurant and go, I hate I hate this me. meal, the chicken's raw. Excuse me, be kind. Yeah. We cook that. <laughs> you will eat yeah. that and get the shits and go to hospital and be kind to the chef. <laughs> but That's you must you like must have though. done shitloads, Louise, nice. because you are not shy about saying what you think. You must have done a few of those faux pas where you've said something and really fucked someone off and now they don't speak to you. There must be some juice yeah, there. Come on. All the time. The worst thing is when I say something in the podcast and then we have to have it taken out after it's been put out. Yeah. So it's too late. Cat's out of the bag. Yeah, that's quite, yeah, that happened a few weeks ago. Um, so their like, episode went out and then we had to go back and edit because of a few things that I'd said, which uh, raised a few flags. So I do do things like that, (laughs) but I still wouldn't really class it as a mistake. I just class it as people being oversensitive. Like your example, Matt, I don't think that's your mistake. I think that's his personal issue. He obviously (laughs) has a hanger up that he looks old and he's using like, I don't think that comedians really, it depends on your type of comedy, I suppose. But I don't think you can, like, you've got to be able to take to take it yeah you know, I suppose well you can't go and hide behind be kind when you're a comedian when basically your job is ripping the piss out of things and people and situations that just doesn't wash with me I would uncomedian friend follow him for that actually. really well no I think I think look I think it's all context isn't it like it's what it's how well like I was acting like I knew him better than I do really that was probably the issue so that's what you perceive as your mistake yeah I think my mistake was yeah. like I didn't Over understand familiar. And also, like, the thing is, like, being a comedian, I'm needy. And, like, in comedy, Russell will agree with this, there's these kind of, like, cool cliques of people that are all friends, and I'm not in any of them. So when you see them and, like, people are nice to you, you're like, oh, I'm going to join in with the boys. And I just get it wrong all the time because I'm not, like, Like very good at it. That's so awkward. I remember when he walked in Asda with his cock out and went, hey, lads, and then he was arrested. It was really (laughs) bad. I should we were, following Josh Widdicombe around being like, please come, please come. We, and were telling, we were telling some racy stories in the Frozen Isle and Matt disappeared for a second then re-emerged with his knob fully out and was arrested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Acaster's <laughs> never text me back. It's really <laughs> embarrassing. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Since 2013, Bombus has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. 
If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Uh, okay, right. So, so listen, let, let's try and... Uh, we're going to have to change the example to try and get where Louisa actually functions on the steaks. Okay, right. So, Louisa, you're making a recipe. You're making a recipe and you're supposed to put gherkins in and you haven't. It's, un, it's unusable. How are you at admitting mistakes like that? Can you, no, like, I'm just, good. Uh, I've made a mistake. I've fucked it. I've learned from that. Next time there'll be yeah. jerkins in it. Or are you a kind of, well, come on, come on, guys. It's a, come on, it's your failure to adapt your taste buds, guys. You know, where is Louise's no, line? No, I am more like, put my hands up. And I'll always put my hands up and say, I fucked up. Won't do it again. Whether I do do it again or not is by, you know, doesn't really matter. Because I'll always admit a fuck up. But I just think that you're always better off owning something. Yes, in general, absolutely. other than trying to style it out. Like I have a lot more respect for people that go, do you know what? Shouldn't have done that. Shouldn't have said that. Shouldn't have, you know, I think that's more respectable than trying to like still push something through. Mm. I think Rather I think than doubling people, down on it. Saying yeah. that, I, I, yeah. I don't know whether I should even ask you, but I think a lot of people are going to be wondering what the hell it was you said that was taken out. <laughs> <laughs> but can you really tell us the, was, the area it was I'll in? T- no, I'll tell you the gist because I actually stand by what I said. Yes. Um, That's us to the, the top opposite of, the chart. of what you've just it's, said. Though. Up to the top of no, the charts we go. I've been silent. The Matt. only reason why we took this out of the podcast is because of, of my child. And basically, one of my children, my eldest one, goes to a school and I don't always agree with everything and I don't really particularly like um, a lot of the uh, parents that go there. Um, and I have some <laughs> issues with um, the teachers. Some, not, not all of them, actually, just one in particular. And anyway, I voiced this on the podcast and actually they then... Um, sent an email about it at the school <laughs> so, what the teacher did to the whole school oh my god <laughs> it was really awkward so i then just went back to our legal team and said can you look at this i would like to keep it in because i'm you know i'm authentic <laughs> i like to say what i think other mums other dads parents can relate to these issues that i have sometimes and they basically came back and said she called all of the mums psychopathic bitches and their children spoiled brats, 
we, as well as saying a few other things, which I won't repeat on here because I don't no. want to get in trouble again and have your yeah. podcast. <laughs> yeah, just keep it, just keep but, it mild. Um, Calling the whole school um, <laughs> spoiled brats and yeah. all the mums psychopathic is within the safe range of libel, I think. That is safe range <laughs> exactly. of libel. And that's I what I was well. thinking. I had, we've all had our libel training. That's general enough that you're fine. Tra- yeah. Exactly, but they said yeah. that I said a few other things which could have been, rela- you know, mm. people could have identified people. So I just said, let's just take that 10-minute uh, rant out of <laughs> the podcast. <laughs> it but you know the ironic thing about this is after recording it, um, I, we've got a WhatsApp group with our producer and I said, oh, I've got the fear. The fear has set in. Can you edit it down? So what actually went out that I thought was fine was the edited ve- down version of what I'd initially said, where I called someone like Kim Jong-un, talked about dictatorship <laughs> and all this stuff. And I was like, yeah, this is good. I've got this. I'm really <laughs> like, I've acknowledged that I said too much. We're going to edit it down from like 20 minutes to 10 minutes. This is good. This can go out and then boom couldn't well it did go out and then it quickly got taken out well it was up for two days and in that time the letter to the whole school directed the whole school to listen to it as well made it worse really actually they they, they asked for it the whole thing was just made worse but anyway so that was probably a mistake letting it go out (laughs) <laughs> definitely was but uh, definitely a mistake but I don't regret what I said and I don't no. take back what I said I still stand by what I said no. yeah. but maybe I should have just been better with my libel training and made it even more generalised than I thought it was yeah maybe, yeah. maybe just maybe just gone for general dictators rather than one specific one yeah. or really... I think moral of the story send your children to a school where the other parents can't afford to take you to court for libel exactly. that's what I do just send them to a rough school and none of the parents will even there's listen a... to podcasts no, no it was a... the head teacher there's a lovely oh, really? one in Pyongyang actually um, <laughs> so uh, well Matt what are you like at tol- so let's flip it then what are you like at tolerating mistakes in others I, I'm fine with it look I think um, I think it's fine to make mistakes I, uh, actually Unless it's my girlfriend Sam, then then like she's she's had enough chances. We've been together for six years. Like, well, let's go there. She should she so should know how to empty the dishwasher. How many times has she cheated on you? Oh none, 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 none. She's uh, she's really hit the pinnacle of it's her. Always been in the room when it's with happened. Me. Therefore, it doesn't yeah, count. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, look, if, if you're if if it's your friend and you invited him round, it's fine, isn't it? I know. There's only so far you can get angry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. You know, and you're sort of at the other side of the room going, "Go on, change position." Like then it's fine. Absolutely. Um, Night to room. No, no, she's. Uh, look, I, I think I I think I'm a very patient understanding person with uh with other people's mistakes um especially like i've worked in like you know loads of jobs where you work in retail and service and things like that and like you you fuck up like it's gonna happen um, all right am i good with other sorry hang on oh no i'm not good with other... when, am I, when am i bad sam with mistakes this is excellent then? give me an example I need to. I need to. I need a reference for that. Just you for the purpose, just of our, no. purpose of our listeners, um, Matt's partner has come in. He's contradicting everything you just said. What? Sorry. <laughs> oh, she's, there's no example. Just all the time. So God, you're just generally we've intolerant. Hit, we've hit a really good. Well, point let me of let me give you an example. You send. You send. Neither one of you can bother to go to the shop. You're like, I'm gonna. I want to go. I'm a bit like. I just go to. I want to go to the shop myself because I cannot bear the tension when Lindsay comes back with one thing missing. I'd rather if there's a mistake. <laughs> I I would rather make the mistake. 
I like if I make the mistakes, it's, fine. Yes, hundred percent. So I'm like, yeah. just let me take the stress. From you. I can do it. How dare you? Excuse me, you're telling me I can't go to the shop to pick up three items. And then she goes, comes back with two items, and I literally, I want to catch fire in the garden. I'm so angry. It's um. Well, that's the thing. I is, can't take things it. in the house that I do better. So um, I I think I do everything better in the house. So what's happened is rather than letting Sam make the mistakes, so so I don't get angry. I've just become a living housemaid. I do everything because it's just easier if I do it. Because if she makes the mistake, then there's then so, there's an argument. So being a control freak is the antidote to tolerating other people's mistakes. Pretty much, yeah, if you yeah, don't let then, them do anything, they can't make a mistake. Exactly, and and it kind of works out. No one wants to do all the shit jobs, like hang out the washing and things, because I do it better and I use the washing line in a more productive way. Um, and you know, it's the same with the dishwasher. Like it turns out. I'm the only person in this house that knows how to load a dishwasher properly and get the maximum amount in. This so is like it just this gets is left porn to me. This is, this is so it this just gets porn. left for me, and I'm fine with that. Like I'm quite happy to do all that. Like I do all the ironing in the house, like because um, I do it better. Uh, so it's just easy that I do everything. I'll be rather than, I'll be the new Sam. Sounds yeah, yeah, like yeah. you're. And brilliant r- to live with. Rather than like, <laughs> rather than her walk in and I go, "Are you going to iron that top?" And she goes, "Well, I have ironed but, it." I'm like, so, well, then I'm going to iron it again anyway, aren't I? So I might as well just do it to begin with. As entertaining as yeah. you are, Matt, with the original example, you send Sam to the shop for five items. You've already mm. stressed about let me do it because, oh, hey babe, how dare you invalidate me? I'm going to get it right. She yeah, comes yeah. back with four. Talk us through what happens when that fourth item, let's call it the pasta you're about to cook with, is missing from that dish. Are you kind of? Oh, that's so annoying. I told you in a calm voice. Are you explosive? Are you temper run to the shop like Forrest Gump? I do sometimes do a temper run all the way to the shop without stopping. Yeah, I mean, I would definitely do. I think I would then go and get it. But to begin with, I wouldn't. I would never yell. I would always kind of like almost psychopathically go, "Okay, then." Um, that's a very interesting thing. You've done there. Why don't we? Uh, we'll come back to this at a later point. And oh um, God, I'll like just do it now. Yeah, basically, I will. I, I, <laughs> I go. Like I go into mind games with it as well. You know, that's just a little chalk up for me. And um, I mean, I've been known to sing Paloma's Faith, Paloma, which I'm now banned from. Lindsay can't bear it when I sing my annoyance. I try and do like covert. If she's made a mistake, I'll do a covert commentary by singing an appropriate <laughs> song that satirically comments on it. But I find that safer than than yelling. So I so, might sing Paloma Faith. I just can't rely on you. I've been known to do that. If I've uh, if so I bad. no but like I'll be like listen I worked three jobs that day I'm fucking knackered I'm walking in the door like a ghost I've said one WhatsApp just switch on the oven I don't want you to cook just switch on the oven for me so it's twenty minutes a bit text two minutes for please switch on the oven can you do a reminder switch on the oven I come in oh sorry babe you know what it totally slipped my mind gone my works out um uh, we do that in our house but what we do is when one of us is annoyed we talk to the cat about it and as if the oh, yeah. cat's expressing that opinion so we'll go oh yes that that is right mummy did forget to put on the oven today because she wants daddy to starve to death doesn't she oh I bet she gave you your food oh no she forgot to do that as well and left you little shits in the box oh I know you're annoyed Achilles but come you on you two are so passive aggressive <laughs> yeah. so go on go on Louisa how do you deal with it you all in with the aggression Oh, so, so you're, you're brave, so, basically, compared to us. No. <laughs> so, so Mr. Louisa, he's I'm asked to pick, he's asked to pick up. So, Mr. Louisa's asked to pick up three things from the shop. That's all you've asked. He hasn't done anything all day. He goes to the shop. You, I'll do it. Don't you worry about it. Goes, goes and picks up two. Sorry, instead, can instead I just, of three. He's Where Irish. is he from, Louisa? Irish. Okay, that was Irish. not clear from that bit <laughs> of accent. <laughs> and uh, we spent a lot of time in uh, Monte Carlo and and Jersey. And uh, <laughs> but uh, so he only picks up. <laughs> he only, <laughs> <laughs> and the Cayman Islands. So he's only picked up two. Th- <laughs> he's only picked up two of the three. How, what are you like processing that annoyance? Talk us through the Zisman annoyance process. Do you like? Doesn't matter, babe. I'll go get it myself. 
Or are you like, oh my God, Andrew, I told you, you know, what, how, what, how does it roll? No, I'll be like, where's that? And he'll be like, oh, I forgot. And I'll be like, oh, why did you forget? I sent you a WhatsApp. I go like, Bruh. but then I'm like, it's okay, I'll go and get it myself then. I just have to have the outburst. And you then need I'm that fine. one moment. I yeah, just yeah, yeah. need my, my, Ugh! and then I'm like, okay, off I go to the shop. That's like a yeah. Mediterranean rather than an English version. Well, that would figure because your old man's from Cyprus, isn't he? So and my mum's Italian. So you've like got the Mediterranean. Up you go, the explosion, get mm-hmm. it done. Whereas even though I've got plenty of mixed blood, I've definitely got the more simmering English tea that's allowed to cool slowly <laughs> on the side. No, I'm like a volcano and then I erupt and then I'm fine. Okay, we're going to take a quick break there. I need to reflect on some of the horrific things I've heard and we'll be back with part two. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.